0: Okay, so again, we're in the Midrash Rabba. Uh, we are the letter at, at the top of the page, which is cut off, is it's Parak Pedalit and letter Chaf, which you can see there. Now we're going to be talking here about the psukim that talks about the tearing of clothing um, in a way which is seen as either a form of punishment or something people have to endure, but it breaks off into some very interesting and challenging uh, ways of perceiving how one might be involved in a situation where through that situation, God forbid, another person is punished. So it starts off like this, Vaikra Yaakov Simlosa Yaakov Avinu, he tears his clothing, and this of course is when the Shvatim, his sons, bring back the Ksonis Pasim, Yosef's coat, and they had dipped it in the blood of a goat, and they said, a, a wild animal has consumed your son Yosef, Yaakov sees it, and he is in a state of mourning now for the next 22 years. And actually he says, And then the midrash wants to look at this tearing of Yaakov of Inu's clothes, is one facet of the expression of the grief that he's going through. He's feeling tremendous grief in his whole being and one facet of it is that he tore his clothing upon seeing the coat. Rabbi Pinchas v'shem Rabbi Hoshia Omar Rabbi Pinchas, Rabbi Pinchas says in the name of Rabbi Hoshia Shvatim gormu la'avim likroah The Shvatim his sons, the tribes of Israel They caused Their father To have to tear his clothing But they brought this coat It was full of blood And as a result of what they did He tore his clothing They caused that So the Midrash says Taking it for granted It must be that they're punished for that So where? V'heichan nifra lohem where and when did they get punished for causing their father to tear his clothing in mourning? The Mitzrayim. It happened in Mitzrayim. Later on, Shinnam, or as it says, Vayikru'u Simlo's son, They all tore their clothing. Now maybe you remember what this is talking about is when the Shvatim are leaving and this time leaving with Binyamin, the second time they're leaving, and Yosef has had the Cup, the chalice planted in Binyamin's bag, and they open their bags and they see what's happening, and now they have to be taken back to Mitzrayim to face Yosef. <laughs> when they saw the cup in Binyamin's bag, they all tore their clothing. So the Midrash says that they tore their clothing as a mita kenegin a punishment that they had to endure for causing their father to tear his clothing out of grief. That's the Midah, Kinagin, Midah Now, if you go back, go up to the very top right side of the page, where it says, V'hichan Nifra, there's a letter Chaf there, and although it got chopped off in the photocopy, this is the Eitz Chaim. And he says, V'hichan Nifra, where were they punished in Mitzrayim? Because even the very specific inyan of tearing clothing, they were punished for. Now, maybe you're thinking this. Hold on a second. Binyamin is with them. As a matter of fact, the, the cup is in his bag. But was Binyamin involved when Yaakov tore his clothing? He was not. He wasn't in on it. So why did he have to endure having his clothing torn with the others? So there's an expression which is quoted here, bahadei hutza laki When you weed, when you pull out weeds, you pull out some cabbage too. As you're in, the, you're in the wrong place at the wrong time. So you're weeding a garden, pulling out the reeds. there's a, a couple of things that are growing in there, cabbage, which are good. But because the guy's pulling out the weeds, he's going to pull out a little bit of cabbage too. So Binyamin is with the other Shvatim. They all deserve this punishment for bringing this grief upon their father. He's with them, so he also has to tear his clothing as well. So that's one nuance. And one way to look at that is because you could say this. You can always say this. There's Hashgokha Pratis. If Hashem wanted to, He could make it that all of the brothers would tear their clothing except for Him. God can do that, and He doesn't do that. But I think it has to do with that we are always responsible for the company we keep. That's part of human choice, the company that we keep. And Binyamin is part of the group. And even though you can say he wasn't part of what happened He didn't bring it about But this is his company And for the most part, you know Those are extremely great men That's really good company <laughs> The shvatam halavai We should have such company The shvatam Shiv In this situation, he's with them They get punished So does he Along with the weeds comes some cabbage Okay, that's the first part Now in this thing Just one second, okay? In this, in the next three scenarios, it's going to be a little bit different. So, back in the Midrash, it says, son, they all tore their clothing. Now we have three more Yosef Goram Lishvatim likroa. Yosef caused the Shvatim, the tribes, his brothers, to tear their clothing. In that incident which just happened over the cup. So he brought that about. How? Because he had the cup planted in Binyamin's bag. So therefore, Ahmad ben Beno, later on in history, his descendant came around, the and he was punished too. Shinemar, as it says, Vayikra Yehoshua Simlosav. Yoshua tore his clothing. Okay, so what's this talking about? Yoshua bin Nun is from a descendant of Rachel, And even though Yosef is not directly, um, I'm sorry, bin Yomid is, uh, Yoshua is not directly a descendant of Yosef, but nonetheless he's part of that Bnei Rochel. Oh, excuse me. I'm, I'm sorry. He is. He's from Ephraim. I'm sorry, my fault. Yoshua is from Ephraim and he gets punished as a descendant of Yosef for what happened here so what's different here about the brothers tearing their clothing as a result of what Yosef did and the brothers tearing their clothing as a result of what they did what's the difference between them? I'm not, I'm not asking it right, right? Let, let me, I, I didn't ask it right. Let me ask it a little differently. Let me ask it a little differently. When Yosef caused them to tear their clothing, wasn't that a punishment that they had to endure anyway? Because they caused their father to tear his clothing? That's a better way, better way to say it. So the first part of the Midrash says they had to tear their clothing because they caused Yaakov to tear his. Now it says the Yosef had to tear his clothing, meaning his descendant, because he caused his brothers to tear. But they had to anyway. But he was the catalyst. He, he was, was what? The catalyst.
1: He was, he the, was the catalyst, like, right? Like we had to suffer, but they didn't have to be the ones to do it. Exactly.
0: And that's what the Meforshi were going to say. Yes, it's true that they had to undergo this as a result of what they did to their father but you don't have to be the one to bring out an Onish to another person. So if Yosef is involved in bringing about an Onish to them, that means there's something there in him as well. Let me just get to the commentary for a minute. We'll see that. So back in the H. Yosef, one, two, three lines, set two lines down, very end of the line, Yosef Goram, top right of the page, three lines down, Yosef, Goram lishvatam likroa, even though that Yosef brought about their tearing their clothing with the, the cup of the Yemen, and even though they really deserved that already from before as a punishment for what they did, gamhu he still is punished, al al that something bad comes through a person who somehow deserves to be the conduit of that of that bad thing. So there's there's a, a liability or a punishment coming through somebody, then there's some liability in them. That's Megalgalin Chova al Yudechayev, Vagam Onush Litzadik Lotov. It's not good for a tzadik to be part of somebody else's punishment. Now we're not talking about Sone Yisroel, the enemies of the Jewish people. We're not talking about our enemies who try and attack us and kill us. If you kill them, that's a good thing. right? That's a good thing. We have to defend ourselves. We're talking about, you know, besochameinu. Meinu. So here Yosef is involved with his brothers tearing their clothing, even though they deserved it, but there's something there that it came about through him, and therefore his descendant, Yoshua Benun, has to be punished for that. Yeah, Rebison, please. two
1: things. One is, to me, the, I, I don't know, it's I came a little late, but the, I would think the obvious, terrible garment-wending that happened with the
0: other was the supposed to part. Doesn't she tear his... No, mm-hmm. she takes it.
1: She doesn't tear it. She right, it.
0: She, she takes That's it.
1: Fine. Right. Okay. And the other thing was that it's not just that it, he was involved. It's that he was trying to bring about their rise. He, he was trying to help them. He was them. doing all of this not to punish them, but to elevate them, that mm-hmm. they should be able to get it right. Mm-hmm.
0: As we all know, Yosef in his tzirkus, as Rebbe is saying, he was actually trying to bring about the tshuva process for the brothers, which, which ultimately he did. So it's like to say, don't try that at home. We can't do that to other people, right? I'm going to put you through the process of you having to do tshuva, right? You have to be Yosef Hatsarik to do that, but, but he was, and he did that. So why is he held accountable? So that the the parish on the bottom is going to address that. Do you want to well, I was respond to, to that? Of, yeah.
1: Because he has an ahrias in ha- having I don't want to say provoke, but certainly promoting their jealousy. In other words, he did things to if, It's a you know, know,
0: I'll I'll rub it in the face a little, some, you know,
1: a it, level. it's
2: something.
0: interesting that you say that. I was kinda of wondering that. Yosef has a little chilek in this. But the Meforshim but don't say that. I was kind of thinking maybe we'll see that, that well he has a chilek in it. And maybe that's understood. You know, because it had to come about through him, there's some kind of chov in him as well. It's just that nobody says it outright. So I'm not sure. But we will see that addressed shortly. Dori, yeah, please. the brothers did something. Right. Okay, so let me say what happened with, with, uh, with Yoshua, and your didn't do anything wrong. So that's talking about the battle with Ai, and the battle with the city of Ai was the only battle that they lost when Yeshua entered the land of Eretz and they waged many wars. Yericho, the great miracle that happened there, there was one battle that they lost, and that's because they had taken loot. One person took loot from the city of Yericho. He was not supposed to do that, and as a result of that, they lost the next battle at Ai. The Nevi says that they lost 36 men in that battle. The Chachavim say it was only one man who was equal to 36, Yo'ir ben Menashe. So when they lost that battle, Yehoshua tore his clothing. That's the context of this Pasuk. So Dori is saying, but really Yehoshua himself didn't do something wrong. So two ways to look at it. One is that he didn't, but his people did. He's responsible of the leader for every single person. He's responsible. And something happened to Klaal Yisroel under his watch, there's a certain something, therefore, on him. But that's not what the Mephorshim are going to say, actually. <clears throat> that's just my own thought. You see that idea that all of Klaal Yisroel, in a certain respect, is responsible, but of course, the leader of the nation. But we'll put that in the back of our mind because we're going to say one more thing about that. Yes, please. Similar to the reality of what the Rev said about the company we keep. Right. That is the problem that happened
2: to UNSELF after I is that they didn't keep the Ahan from taking the loot. Right. So it's the same idea of the company we
0: keep. Good thought. It's a thought. It's a reflection. And that's actually Revaron Kotler's, in his Sefer, he alludes to that. He says, if, Kla, if that can happen in Kla Yisroel, that Ochan takes loot, it's reflective of the entire people. He is part of the company that they keep, Haverim Kla Yisroel. Alki, okay, you had a question before or comment? Yeah, yeah, Please. I just to say yeah. That, um, Yeah.
2: Is that kind of like um, when the sultan has um, control and the malacha mavedis,
0: then people that are caught up yes. may lose their lives because they mixed Yeah, in. If, they're, if they're in the wrong place. Yeah. Now that's also, we should never think that that's not a form of hashgacha. That's a form of hashgacha also. It's a form of hashka that a person lost their life, God forbid, in a situation where pidin they were not truly chayev. That's also mean ha No one's life is taken which is not under, under God's control. But there's some higher reason why that person had to die, which, which was not related to deen they had in this situation because they were naki. But there's some higher reason, and this is where their life was taken. It's like one hashkocha interlocking with another hashkocha and Hashem brings them both together. Okay, now just before we answer uh, the Rebetzin's question on Yosef, we'll do a couple more because we have to gain a little more background before we answer that question. Okay, so we have Yosef and his descendant Yehoshua has to tear his clothing. Now who's the next one who's involved? In the cup being discovered in Binyamin's bag, Binyamin, Binyamin himself. So the midrash says, Binyamin Goram Leshvatim Likroa. Binyamin caused his brothers to tear their clothing. Why? Because the cup was found in his bag. So you might say that's not fair. <laughs> Hold on a second. The, the cup was planted in his bag and, and it was discovered and therefore they all have to suffer for that and, and it's his fault too a little bit. So who in his descendants tears later in history? hechon nifralo, where is he punished for that? Shushan habira, later on at the time of Purim, Shnemar, as it says in Megillus Esther, Vayikra Mordechai es When Mordechai hears the decree against the Jewish people, he tears his clothing. Mordechai is from Shevet Benyamin. So Benyamin's part, his role, in causing his brothers to tear their clothing, even though they're already chayv themselves because of what they did to their father, and even though it wasn't his fault, but he's involved in it, so his descendant somewhere, Mordechai, will tear his clothing to. He's implicated. Yes, please. For, that, that's absolutely true. In our times, we don't do this. We don't just tear our clothing when there's a sad situation, except Rahman al-itslan if a family member passes away out of mourning and grief. But otherwise we don't do this. So they, they did it as an, an ex, as an expression of grief. Now it was an expression of, of extreme grief and sorrow and concern that they did that. We don't do it like this anymore, but they did in these situations. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's Binyamin And then we got one more Menashe, Goram, Lishvatim, Likroa Menashe caused the Shvatim to tear their clothing Can you think why? Did
1: he put the cup on his dad? He was
0: involved, right? He's the one who planted the cup He's the one who Yosef said Chase down my brothers and bring them back Menashe was involved okay, well he did it. He's really Yosef's a right hand man there at that, in, in that whole situation. Therefore, Lefikach, this one's a little different, Niskara nachalaso, his portion of the land of Israel is torn in two. Chetzia be'aretz, sorry, be'aretz hayardin, half on the other side of the Jordan, because Hatsi she'vet is over there with God in Reuve, and half in Eretz Canaan. So, the Maharzu, who's a commentary on the left, he points out that there's no mention of anybody from Menashe tearing their clothing or his descendants. Nobody tore their clothing, so therefore we are saying, where do you find it? You find it here, in a much more subtle way, that his chilek in Eretz Yisrael was torn and he has half in and half out. That seems worse. It does seem worse, doesn't it? <laughs> However, perhaps there's an idea there of being able to you know, lift up and bring Kedusha over there as well, on the other side of the Good God and Reuven and Hadsi Shev at menashe. Right. So three people are implicated who d- were not really directly involved, Yosef, Binyamin, and Menashe. It's really the Shvatim who caused their father to tear his clothing, they have to be punished for that. But because all of these three very great people were slightly involved, n- nothing goes unnoticed in the Deen Shalmala, and therefore somehow that has to be carried out and taken care of in the future. Right now, we're going to see the, the bottom commentary on the page, just one second, okay, where it says, Eshed Hanukholin, the very bottom commentary, Vayikru'u Simlosan, they tore their clothing. It says letter chaf there on the bottom right. So, why did the brothers tear their clothing when they discovered the cup in the bag of Benjamin? Me tsa'arum. Because of their great anguish. It's a very sad moment. Mida be mida And it's mida keneg and mida to be machaper for their averos in causing Yaakov to tear his clothing. Vichen Yosef goram lohem tsa'ar. Yosef caused his brother Saar as well, because he brought this about by planting the cup. Now here's your question, Rabbi Afshohoyo even though he was doing it for their own good, for kapora for them, nonetheless, Imkoze Siarum alchinam kilo hagavia. He pained them for no reason because they didn't actually steal the cup. So Yosef's plan was, was, was a good plan. He brought his brothers to do tshuva, but he had to invent a pretense which was not emeth. And therefore he is a little bit liable for that. They didn't steal the cup. That pretense, that non emistic pretense was his implication in it. So now he goes a little further. So he too is also eventually paid back in the future when his descendant Yahshua has to tear his clothing. bin b'nyamin. Likewise, binyamin. Now you might say that binyamin has no chilek. Like Why should he? He's completely faultless. No one no put the cup in his... He didn't put the cup. He didn't even know about it. He wasn't involved in Yosei's Mechira. Now, here's a fascinating midish that I never saw until this year. The bin b'nyamin. The Binyamin knew that the cup was being planted in his bag. Yep, that's what I said. I said, what? <laughs> and it comes from the Sefer Hayashra, which is an earlier Midrash, and the Chaim up here quotes it as well, which we'll see in a minute. Now, not everybody says this, and the, I'm going to say the more conventional approach to this is that the was completely taken aback. But the Sefer HaYoshra, which is an earlier Midrash, Says Bin Yo- Yosef told Binyamin, and he let him in on what he was doing, and told him. And that plant was with Binyamin's knowledge, as he says here very briefly. B'chein Binyamin, shayada mizah. Binyamin knew about it. Now that means to say, Binyamin, who is also a tzaddik, saw merit in Yosef's plan and says, "Yeah, you know this is, you know this is gonna, this is the right thing to do." Or he simply had no choice, but nonetheless he knew. So, Goram, the Mordechai, the Khen Kula, and likewise, all of them, they're more tangentially involved, not directly involved. Achzeh HaHevdel, but here's the difference, because you might be thinking, the Shvatim brought it on their father, they themselves had to tear their clothing. The other three, Yosef, Binyamin, Menashe, it's their descendants. It's not them. They don't get it directly. So what's the difference? And he says this. This is the difference. <laughs> the Shvatim were intentionally knowing what they were doing and causing grief to their father. They knew what was going to happen. They knew he'd be in such a state of sorrow and they did it anyway. That's b'kavana. Now They had their own plan. Again, they're Tzadikim, but they knew what they were doing that this would cause Sa'ar to Yaakov. The Yosef Shekivein Latovah, but Yosef had Kavono Latov. Le Kaporas Avonim, for the Kapora of their Avera, Alkein lo Nifra mi menu me kiimi bene So he himself is not directly punished, but later on it comes back on his descendants and the others as well. Yosef, Ben Yom, and Manasha, that's all the same. Plot, You might say that's happening there They're not directly causing They know that they're involved in a plan For the sake of teshuva and kapora Of the other brothers They know that's coming about So they don't have to suffer directly But their descendants do It waits several generations down the line Yes please Mrs. I don't know if it was brought up before, Please But um, Had the same idea about China, you know? Right yeah, she, she lost her children, right? So, yeah, so Panina, she's trying to make Hannah upset. So, Shildavin, Chana doesn't have kids. But as Mrs. Fram pointed out, that was not the right thing to do. Her, her kavana was, was good. Her kavana was right. But still, she's mitzahir, deeply, another person. She got punished. Yeah, that, that was, oh, oh you're, saying, you're saying that the kavana was good. Oh, okay. So, I, maybe, maybe it's like this. <laughs> But it still involved intentional tsa'ar. Mm-hmm. She was trying to be mitsa'er her. So now you could say, well, they were also trying to be yeah. mitzar er the Shvatim, right? No. Yeah, you say differently? Yeah, what would you say?
1: Well, probably like it's different because they needed a kapara. They actually did something wrong. Right. So we don't know that Kana did anything wrong. Okay. She didn't, I mean... Just trying to be ma'or her for tefillah. Right. Mm-hmm. So that to me is already completely okay. different. Okay. She has no, no responsibility mm-hmm. to bring it to for her. Okay. And then it just seems like I don't know if he's really saying this, but it, that when he said that Yosef had in mind that this was for a kapar for them, and and they the level of tsar that they have from this in some ways is reflective of their level of bitachon. I want to say, and at some point there they recognize it and they kind of say this is all from Hashem okay, you know, for what Mm -hmm. we did. Mm -hmm. So the Tsar is now more coming from where it should be coming from, which is the mistake that they made. It's not about the government. Whereas
0: there, it's just Tsar. Right. So in other words,
1: they have Mm -hmm. an opportunity. They could right away say, okay. They didn't have to have Tsar. All of their Tsar could be related to their Mm transgressions. The fact that they don't right away relate it and they're upset about this goblet business is because they're not thinking right away where everything's coming from. Mm-hmm. They're thinking they've been framed. Mm-hmm. But then when they think about it some more, they
0: they get there. They get there. They get there. Mm-hmm. So
1: that's what I'm saying. That mm-hmm. you know, if they would have been maybe even on a higher level, what am I? You know, they're very, very mm-hmm. high level, but maybe they wouldn't. The only thought okay. they would have had would have been for their own kapara, it wouldn't okay. have
0: been... The other layer, okay, I hear that. And, and then the, okay. I just want to say
1: yeah. that um, <coughs> Binyamin was, was in a bad situation there, because, I mean not Binyamin, Menashe. Because, so if he hadn't have done that, then he would have been over not listening to his father. Right. So he had to choose between two punish. I mean, he would either one. He'd be liable for something. Right.
0: He's in a situation, and, and that I think to me is the theme of the midrash that they're in a situation, but there's a reason they're in it. And they couldn't. It has to be out. a reason.
1: couldn't could Right. It out. So there's
0: some hashgacha in that that a person is responsible for the situations they are in. If there was no level of responsibility, we wouldn't find ourselves in that situation in the first place. There's some level of responsibility there. We don't necessarily know what it is, but we're given that message, of that if we are the means of Tsar for another yid, and that was us, we got to take a look. It wasn't my fault, I didn't do anything, I'm innocent. Yes, 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 true, but there is something there. Something there. Okay, yeah, it's just a level of responsibility that we have to look at ourselves. Yeah, please one more thing. I'm
1: just thinking about all this time of ground, how nice it was. All those years in the Midbar that our clothing stayed very nice. <laughs> right. I don't know if it's related to this or not, but all uh...
0: the years in the Midbar that our clothing <laughs> stayed very nicely laundered and clean, and right? The, and no tearing. Right. I don't think. Yeah. Now just by the way, there's another tearing of clothing in this week's Parsha, which is not mentioned. Ruvain tore his clothing. When he went back to the pit and saw Yosef wasn't there, Vayikra, Simosav, he tore his clothing. It's not mentioned here at all.
1: So did he tear twice
0: then? Yes, he tore there, and also maybe he's the B'chor, he has a double portion, right? <laughs> Please, Jodi. Oh, I was just a little worried about the past three generations because
1: they didn't even see it coming. I mean, they
0: were like really removed from it. So Yeshua was hundreds of years later, yes. Mordechai, like right, hundreds and hundreds of years later. So again, that's all B'hashkocha. Now, why Hashem decides that it's going to come back around a thousand years later, who knows? That's Hashem's hashgacha. that's where he saw fit to bring it around. But it's also important to note that he brought it around to great tzaddikim, Yeshua ben Nun, Mordechai ha Hashem found his place to bring this back around to extremely great people. And maybe he's waiting for someone who's at the level of the Shvatan to be able to bring this out in a way which is, okay, this counts. No, They're great, he's great, this is the time. Obviously, I don't know Hashem's mind, just a thought. Please, yeah. True. Right. It seems like what we still don't right. It keeps us searching, it keeps us looking, and makes sure that we're not complacent and we can't be because there's always some other area that we can make a tikkun on in our lives. Very true. There was another hand up. Yeah, Mrs. Fan, please.
2: Right. Right. So are we saying that the Tobin Deserved
0: it on some On some level That's, yeah, That is what I'm saying That even though Yeah, absolutely Anytime you have good people Who perish because So to speak, they're in the wrong place at the wrong time That's an English expression There's Hachkocha in that also Nobody loses their life for, Because they happen to, happen to be In the wrong place, wrong time That's a higher level of hashgacha, that that person also, it was their time to die, and this is where Hashem found His way that they would die, even though they're not high in that particular situation. And so many situations we can think about, you know, where we could say something like that. That's also a form of hashgacha. Yeah, Elka, please.
1: K'chud right. exactly. ha'saira, like a hair. So, these are great things for us to be thinking right. about, but probably these are not
0: things... The message for us is, is not the exact same message. It's not the exact same message because we're not like them. Right. But the message is the same in that we are... If we see in our own lives that the Shalom, we brought pain on another Jew... Right. Even though our maybe our intention was good and things like that, we have to be very cognizant of that.
1: Yes, yes. that. Yeah, and that, right. that could happen on a much, in quotes, smaller scale. Yeah. You know, we insult someone by mistake. We didn't mean to, yeah. but we did. Right. And we felt badly. You know, yeah. Our, our Benadol Mojave Rohe, like it's not in this huge
0: global thing, but this... this in our own world way, world. in our own life, in our and own state,
1: context. These things do happen, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah. So we have to... We have to be
0: aware, and, and that all these situations are, uh, so to speak, indirect, but they're, but they're still responsible. Yeah, one more? Yeah, that is that The word, is it the same lettering as, like, to cry out? No, that's with an olive. It's with an olive. When you have letters of similar exactly. origin. yeah. And, you know, so you could say, you could see where each one of these times is, would be a crying, a crying out, out. A crying out. yeah. It's a nice thought. And th- that's an open gate when you have an aleph and an ayin and a similar le- letters, that the heimot sa'os Hype. You can kind of think about re- relationships between letters in that way. Esther, yeah. how do you have that?
2: wanted to bring about Shuva, yeah. his brother's Shuva. Mm-hmm. And he followed a a thought or an inspiration, whatever, to do it this way, which was somewhat underhanded. I, I mean just looking at it, planning. Um and although it did wind up actually bringing you know, the whole series of events, they they did Shiva. If we're looking at, as Elka was, in our daily lives, here and now, not being Sadiqa, but still I think it's very possible, especially for those of us who are helping individuals, that we may think we have to be very, very careful, not only in our intention, but in helping someone, but also in how that is brought about and really question um, not only our own motives, but the, the methodology. Um, and to yes. me, that's kind of, uh, since I need to um, think of how this applies to me and, or, and whatever in, in this lifetime, Yeah. yeah. Um, it, that seems to me a big lesson it is. here.
0: It is. It's a very, it's a very lesson. good point, how methodology thought we can't impose our lives on other people can't manipulate other people so yeah, the way that we try and help other people is crucial and I remember our Rebbe used to say that when people ask me to help I I help and I step out Mm -hmm. he felt like a person has to be independent and even fostering a dependency which some people do sometimes a helping person even the kafskhus, unintentionally, is fostering some kind of dependency between them and the person they're helping. Sometimes, unfortunately, it's not unintentional. They're getting some kind of ego boost out of that and they're perpetuating that relationship in that way. So the idea of helping somebody in a really objective way and then, okay, my job is done and now I step out, that is, it takes a tremendous amount of clarity and also allowing another person to be themselves and who they are and live their life. Very important thoughts when it comes to being a helping person, which we all are in many situations in our life. Yeah, thank you, Esther. Jody had a hand up before? No? I thought I a hand over here. Nobody? No? Okay. Yeah, Revson, please.
1: I think in terms of the tearing, yeah. it seems like it, had, it goes up in. The, like, I think in a certain way, it's what Mordecai was in a position to do. It's a weird thing to say, it's a Zuchus, because Klai suffering. But to be at that level and to be that person who's tearing his garment for the whole nation who has now come under this decree of Haman, is
0: That's like very big. It's perfect. Mm-hmm. He
1: does the perfect thing at the perfect time and his tremendous mm-hmm. suits. And you go back to that first tearing, it was not that kind of a tearing. It was a tearing of the brothers to do away with their brother to you know there's not you don't I don't know so maybe it's
0: even a tikkun right on the the actual tearing Mm -hmm. as it
1: goes down so Mm -hmm. that's like the least you know Mm -hmm. and I understand there was a level of doing it because they thought he was was but still there was self interest there in terms of their Mm -hmm. personal feelings towards their brother (coughs) Right. and then the next one I think we see is the brothers with the... They're tearing the, over the, the cup. cup, right. So also That's it's still... That's out of grief. That mm-hmm. thing. Yehoshua, now it's another level. That's mm-hmm. national grieving, but still it's it's the fault in Kali's fault the people that did this. Mm-hmm. But by Mordecai, okay, there's also a hate that the people Aham did, Aham did it, but right. it seems to me like mm-hmm. it's going up in terms mm-hmm. of... Interesting. Right. So that there's a full kind of... Uh-huh. Like this is where, like you know, you cried at the wrong place oh, and now you try so at the right
0: place. So maybe so the it later Kriya seems like the is a Tikkun for the earlier one. That's also a very nice thought. So okay, what time do we have? I can't see the clock. Ten, 15. 10 what? Okay. Alright, so I'm going to do this. Um, that, that's the end of that that we're learning. And Yashukot, cool. I found that very intriguing all the way through. This is a completely separate topic, but I just wanted to read out for you this Turgam Yonasan Ben uh, about uh, Tamur, who is about to be burned, about to be killed, suspected of adultery, so he would say she is there, ready to to be killed, and she sends to her father-in-law identify these items, and then that's when Yehuda says Sudkami Meni, she's righteous, it's for me. So this is what the Tzurim Yonason says in this situation. Tomor Mithap Koli Tokoda. To, was taken out to be killed, to be burnt. Ubaas tulas mashkonoya. Mashkon And she was looking for the three things that Yehuda had left. So that's his signet ring and his a cloak and a staff. Velo Ashkachtan, she couldn't find this. So can you imagine? What a time not to be able to find something, right? She's taking out to being killed and she can't find the three things, the collateral. So what does she do? an She turns her eyes, Lishme Maroma, to heaven, the and she says Min Hashem. Hashem, I come to you, please have Rachamin. Ani yasi, please answer me, Bahado Shaas ananke, at this time of my anguish. Anhar aynai, and open my eyes, illuminate my eyes, v'ashkach tulah sahade. so I can find those three witnesses. She calls them witnesses, that they're Yehudas, and it was him. And what will I do for you? mekaymo min and I will put forward, I will produce from my own womb, Shaya, literally from my own loins, three holy men, the Mekadshin Shemach, who will sanctify your name, the Nachtin Laatun Nura, the Bikastura, and they will be put into a flame of fire in Bikastura later in history. And who is that? Hananiah, Mishol, and Azariah who were thrown into the fire by Nebuchadnezzar. <coughs> so she's about to be burnt. She says, please help me find these Hashem and my descendants will be mekadesh, your name, by going into fire. Ba shata, Ramaz kut shabrichu At that moment, Hashem hinted to Michoel, the malach Michoel, Anhar ayneha, and he lightened her eyes tanun, and she found the three things. So Hashem, closing her eyes, not to be able to find them, was in order to bring about a tefillah on her behalf. So she davened, and when she davened, she said this incredible tefillah and of course that is what happened. Van sivas she took them yason kame dayanaya, and she put them at the feet of the judges. Uh, Yehuda is amongst them. The man who owns these three things, it is to him I am pregnant. And even though I'm about to be burnt, I will not publicize who he is. As we know, that's how we learn about not embarrassing somebody even at it, the threat of a furnace of fire. Baram but let the master of the universe put it in his heart to recognize them, to save me from this deen. And then, of course, Yehuda, he sees them and he identifies himself, and she, she is saved. So, striking Jonas and Benazil, I wanted to share with you what a great woman does with her... Hashkacha, the situation that God has put her in and how she transforms it into Tav. All around the lineage of Mashiach. Yes, Isn't please. is some similarity here with um, the expression hakerna that yes. goes
2: back to when they showed Yaakov?
0: Yes, yes, Mr. Shul is pointing out the hakirna that the Shvatim said to Yaakov Avinu, do you recognize this coat? That's the same thing that Tamar said, ha ker recognize these three things, with another mida-keneg and mida. Have a great day, everybody, Yashrikoa, and a beautiful Shabbos.